What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage home theater edition, where we take a movie or TV show and give it back to you full of spoilers, thoughts, concerns, and a review at the end. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. What up, what up, what up, my people? So today's movie is one of the greatest racing simulator, I guess, right now, or as for, for the past like 20 years, would be Gran Turismo. And uh, which was released about two weeks ago. So this movie is not what you think. It's not a adaptation of the game. It's a real true life story of a situation that happened with about the game. So this movie is a heartwarming sports drama uh, that follows a remarkable journey of Han Murdenborough mm-hmm. uh, as a young gamer with a dream to become a professional racing racing driver. Through the Gran Turismo Academy, he gets his shot at the dream, but a tragic accident happens uh, that derails everything. And with the support of his mentor, Jack, uh, and his family, um, and the determination to honor a fallen friend, uh, Hans has overcome his obstacles in and off the track to prove that virtual racers can succeed in the real world. Yes. But that is like um, very. It's very like it's a very loose interpretation. But yeah, it, it, it is. Was, it, it, it I was, was trying to give it as uh, as not too much deep into it because I know we're gonna talk yeah, about yeah, the movie. Yeah. Um, this is just a simple log no, line, of course. But of the it, movie. it was it was better than it was weird because okay, so all cards on the table. I really didn't have a desire to watch this movie. Like it wasn't on my list. I really wasn't like, oh man, I'm, I can't wait to watch that. And it's nothing against it. I mean, it's an interesting story. It's just something about it. I'm like, I feel like I've seen it a million times. Type type of situation. Yeah. But so I weekend comes in, looking for something to watch. And I'm like, I have seen almost everything else in the theater. So I'm like, you know something? Okay, fine. Let's go check this out. Because it was people were talking about it. I was like, okay, let's check it out. I was very pleasantly surprised. I was oh, really, nice. really impressed. I was like, I like it because... The thing is, I'm not too into the like the racing game aspect of gaming, so it's not my it's not my particular forte. I probably would get more into story based games or something like yeah. that. But the the fact that this game exists the way it does and the detail of the game is so immense, oh, it's crazy. Like that's one thing I liked about this movie was that it wasn't just oh you're good at the game, so you should be good at like because I've seen you know what it is. I feel like I've seen movies like that where. People that are good at flight simulators in a Star game. Fighter. Is that what it is? Yeah. People that are good at, at, at a flight simulator in a game. Oh, obviously can, can fly, to dr- fly a drone. You know, like that. That just that quick transition, the idea. Like, yeah, it should. But no, there was a lot more to it on both aspects of it. In the aspect of the game being so good that someone can know so much about a car and so much about the actual racing aspect of it. Yeah. Was amazing. Because like the, the part... Uh, where he called out as far as the brake slip uh, being shiny or something like that. Lighting. Lighting? Yeah. And this guy just looking like, how could you know that? Like, I mean, you never raced an actual car. How would you know that? It's like, and he's like, oh, because I played the game. He goes, I put 10,000 like, hours into this game. I yeah. know what it feels like to when it's doing something. I put, I've, I've messed with parts and, and everything else. And that's one thing I loved about the, And that's the, it, it touches on that duality of it. Is that you have somebody that's been a virtual racer mm-hmm. that you and the creator of the game is all he wanted was to give somebody the most realistic right racing simulation simulator ever that 
it gets that intense. Like every, I used to play when I when I was in when it came out like in PS2 and PS3. I had them, mm-hmm. and that game was intense. Like it, it, all the cars moved each one differently from the other, and each one has like a different turn ratio, reaction, the brakes that you put affects every little inch of what you're doing in that game. Mm-hmm. And and I love that aspect of it. And then you go and turn to like what happens in real world. He's like, you're pushed into and through like G force that astronauts have to endure as fast as you're going. And like, yeah, if you mess up in a game, you could just reset and go again here. Like, no, there's other lives at risk. There's your life at risk. People could die. People could get injured. Unfortunately, that happened in, in, in the movie with the spectator uh, through a tragic accident, but there's real life consequences. And that's where you have that duality is like what happens in the real world and what happens in the virtual game don't always coincide, but they also have overlapping similarities into how the vehicle functions and moves. No. And that's one thing I loved about it was, like I said, that's the first part. The first part was that the game was so accurate that, that someone who's never actually raced like that before can know so much about, the aspect of racing, the aspect of the cars and all those details. But on the other side, the transition that this guy had to do was real. Like it, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who doesn't know racing like that, like me, I, you know, I loved how they really got into the physical aspect, like the toll that it does on your body to do that, to race like that, especially the Lamont race. Oh yeah. Like, you know, again, these are actual athletes. Like, yeah, they're driving, but they're athletes. They're, they're full fledged physical athlete like something you physically have to go through and have to endure to do this you know to react the way you do to you know to endure the force that you're talking about right and um and i love like i said the other part where there was a transition period for him not just because of the physical aspect of it but also because there are elements that just happen in the real world that the game itself maybe hasn't integrated yet which that was such a weird thing that I mean, I'm wondering if that like I was like, is that a thing? Like, I mean, it was such a tragic like accident as far as the what happened to him where yeah. he needed to fuel like he was basically light because the fuel was almost depleted. And he was at a uh, at a very specific part of the race where there was a little bit of a of uphill. Yeah. And at the same time, there was a wind that was coming. at the same time. So it was all these three elements that, that combined that nobody could ever predict it, that combined to create his car to fly off like that because that's what yeah. he said it was it was a combination of the, the car being light because it didn't have gas the, the the him going over that specific uh uh hill where you were about to catch some air yeah and then the fact that there was a like a large wind gust that gust came of wind that came at the same time that created the car to just fly away fly yeah. off and i'm like the game does that the game does have that it, it has well let's uh let me put this because like i said the last time i played was a like, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, and there's a Suzuki car that if you go in a long stretch mm-hmm. and if you're going fast enough, it'll it'll start going like you could you could feel the car going like this. Wow. Like lifting just a little bit and then it just brings you back down. So it takes that into he takes all those into consideration, like airflow, draft, under like under like underdraft to, to pull up and you have to do a down drag to keep the weight down. Cause you, you get me? Mm-hmm. He took all that into consideration when he's creating the game and everyone after that. So that he does have that. It happened in the game. I, and I, I didn't flip, but you, when I was driving, you could just see it just slightly just inclined, just swoop. And then just drop back down. 
and that's because I was going like I didn't even know how fast it was, and I'm like, oh, at this speed, with this, with whatever I have set up, I, I, it, it will happen that I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lose traction on my front two tires because I, I'm lifting off of that. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like I love that, and I mean, and also the emotional. It, like that's another thing this movie had, which was that it had some emotional cues that you're just like, man, that that hit. Yeah, especially the whole because. You know, that the kind of thing that happens in racing, obviously, that somebody might get hurt or something like that. That happens. But I love how they depicted the actual toll that it would have on somebody. Because, I mean, I thought about it. I saw it the exact same way he could have seen it, which is he caused it. Regardless of, of everybody saying it was freak accident, it was this weird thing. Him being involved in his mind, that's no matter how he was going to look at it. Him being involved, driving, whatever aspect of it. it was his fault. Cause that that man's death, yeah. and that's something obviously that the game would never prepare you for. Like he's never going to be able to, like, prepare himself for the idea that that he caused such a physical thing. Because the worst thing he was thinking about is something might happen to him, but to happen this to somebody, somebody else, yeah, it's 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 another. So it's it's and and I think it takes that that conversation into. I know what I got myself into. I know the situation, like. When I do boxing, like I tell my wife, I'm like, if I get hit, I get hit. I put myself in that situation. Yeah. I understand. I'm going to get, I'm going to, there's going to be some damage done to me. And him going to this racing, he knew full-fledged that there's going to be moments and there's going to be times that this might happen. And he he was fully fledged and okay with it. He had no fear about it. He mentioned, like, I have not, I'm not afraid about breaking or pushing it. It's just that. In this instance, it was completely out of his control, but also he felt that it was his fault because he didn't have it in control, even though it was completely out of his control, yeah. that somebody lost their life in the process. Uh, I love how they depicted it. I love the way the acting was done. Oh, and David Harbour. I think David Harbour was great oh, as, yeah. as uh, the, the cheap the, the <laughs> He was so brutal, man. I loved it. I like, and you know, and... and so there's a scene when, so the whole aspect of it was just to get into it was Nissan um, noticed there was a dip in people not wanting to drive as much because they'd be like, why would I want to buy a car? Because I could just get an Uber mm. and everything. So their their thought was the U.S. the U.K. marketing head was like, what if we do something with Gran Turismo and we do it in Canada? Me that we get the best drivers of Gran Turismo to play in this game. Whoever wins, we the top five will go into an academy. Out of that academy, we'll pick one, and that would be our driver that we sign on to play to drive in all the races. So that was the introduction into how the how that whole started, and 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 it was it was cool because I I like that aspect of it, and with Orlando Bloom coming in. And he, like, I think we mentioned it before, like, I think he aged gracefully. Like, he looked great. It even was, though he, it, like, he did. It was just kind of like, I felt like I didn't see the middle part. Like, I saw him at his, at, you know, when he first came out, super young, the heartthrob. And then I see him now. So I'm like, where did this dude come? Is that? Like, it, just came out, it felt like he came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. damn, he just came out, like, old, like, older. Like, I yeah, can't but, say old because I'm, I'm probably, probably the same age, but I'm saying like yeah, yeah. you didn't see the transition into what he, what he is now. So it's, it was different. Yeah, but Orlando Bloom killed it. The kid that plays Han was great. Yeah, he's he's starting to blow up too a lot. Like I'm starting to see him a lot. Oh, you are? He's the actor? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I forgot what I've seen him before, but I know he just he did just drop the trailer for another movie that he he uh, he's about to do right now too. Oh, okay, yeah. So I I enjoyed that. David Harbour's character killed it too. Um, and and like what I was gonna get into was, uh, the guy that was portraying the, the actor that what well, what David Har- Harbour was portraying was mm-hmm. when they welcomed the the academy, his pump up opening was like. These people are here to prove the world that you're you're right to do this. I'm here to prove them wrong. Yeah. That you shouldn't be here. Yeah. That you're not allowed to be here. That this is just a joke and a gimmick. But he's like, I'm going to do what I have to do to make it work. And I think that that transition to like, damn, they really have skills. They really know what the hell they're talking about. They, It's just getting them physically there to do the job because they already have the mental aspect of how the cars would run. And that training montage, it wasn't a really training montage, but that whole training process was amazing. How they tried to, I like the fact that they, they recorded what they did in live form and then have them do it again in the game and show them where they overlapped or where their comparison was. Where it was like, oh, you took this turn great here, but why did you fuck up when we had you on the track? If you know it so well. Yeah. No, and that's, that's going to be huge if you think about it. Like a lot of things are going to be like that where... It's the games are going to be way more like more and more intense, way more accurate, way more like realistic. And there's going to be a lot of times where, you know, hey, maybe in the future, that's something that actually happens. Maybe they they do in the game. They do take they do take wind into consideration, Mm -hmm. temperature, gravel temperature. Like if the if if the if the if the gravel is too hot, you burn out your tires faster. They take all that into consideration in the game. When no, but uh, can you imagine if, um, can you imagine they make the simulator so, so intense, so realistic that what ends up happening is that, and I feel like I've seen this in a movie and I cannot picture, remember the movie is where all the racers are just in simulators, but racing physical cars on the track. Like, oh. I, like I, I, like it's so curious to me. Like, I wonder if that's something that we would ever see in the future where it's like a uh, ready player one. Something like that, but yeah, they're, they're all the all the everybody's in hubs and they're just driving the cars. No, 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 I know, but what I mean is, is that what happened in the movie? Yeah. Oh, they okay. Maybe that's where I got that. I I just remember a reference like that, but in my head, I'm thinking when they had the uh, I, uh, IOI, mm-hmm. when everybody just ran into their to the to their sim stands, put the head, and they started driving wherever they're trying to chase them, mm-hmm. or even in the car race when they were in the first race, they had that. Well, well I guess what I'm saying is, I'm wondering if it ever is going to get to the point where. Basically, all the racers are in their own per- like their own pit crew type simulators, and they have a physical car, like so that basically they can make the race more intense without endangering drivers. Yeah. So it, it'll become a very different aspect, but, but nobody physically would actually be in the the track itself. It's almost like drone racing if you think about it. That's, That's what I'm saying. It 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 would be like yeah, drone racing. Drone racing, but just with live cars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But. Besides the 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 um, Orlando Bloom and David Harbour, I think my breakout scene mm-hmm. was with I I don't want to mess up his name. Let me see. Uh, sorry, Archie Mid, uh, Midku and his his dad, which was played by uh, Dijman mm-hmm. uh, Honsu. Mm-hmm. That moment at the end, where where is that he pushed him? He was like and. He pushed him to tell him, I'm sorry. I really wanted you to be something, but I didn't realize it was just 
because it was a video game. I take it as it was just a joke. And that's that's the thing that's that's happening now. This transition of uh, of people realizing this gaming ain't no game. Like yeah, <laughs> like there are, there are careers in this kind of thing. And the thing is, what I hated about like what bothered me about the father too was it's it's not that because I mean it's not that he said that he wanted to be a gamer. He didn't he didn't say I want to be the best gaming racer. No, no, he wanted to be a racer, and that bothered me because I'm like, dude, that bothered a, you. It bothered me that he was dismissive of that, because I I get that that maybe you know maybe that the, the traditional oh well you're you're trying to play a game and I get that maybe it's because well he's thinking he's good because of this game, and I get that maybe that little part of dismissiveness but just the idea that dude this kid wants to race and you make it seem like that's not something that he can do I mean like but racing is a thing people physically do this yeah. people has this as a career why can't he and that's the part I was like because I can see if he could not under fathom him making money from playing the game. But the fact that he couldn't fathom him doing just racing a car in real life, in real life. I'm like, but people do it every day. There's millions of drivers. Well, not millions, but there's a lot of drivers out here. Why couldn't he? And it, 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 he was just so dismissive at first, but I, yeah. it, so it hit a lot harder at the end when he basically had to yeah. tell him, so like, yo, I'm looking at my son. He's here. He's, he's ready. And then he's following his dream. And I'm like, I was, I'm over I, here. I I'm over here trying to, yeah, because I'm like, I'm emotionally trying to say it. It's him trying, like, realizing that he was trying to snuff that that light. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to look back on yourself and be like, damn, I, 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 I almost like, crushed a dream. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's and that was and that taught, touches a lot of the uh, determination of trying to get accomplish your goals. Because at the end of it, he knew, like, that's what he wanted to do throughout the whole thing that, that he was nothing else. And touching on what his dad, you were talking about his dad, he's like, yeah, you're just good at a racing game. Like, no, he was like one of the greatest, one of the best racing simulator players out there in the world. Mm-hmm. That to be selected to be part of like the top 50 and then each each winner of each race, group of races got to be in the academy. Like, yeah, you're competing against the best of the best. And it's crazy that his dad didn't see that. But I guess, and I think that was a good conversation prior to that moment that his his dad, him and his dad, he goes, didn't you want me to travel my dreams? And this is my dream. But he was like, oh, you should go to school, be like a mechanical engineer. He's like, no, 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 I want to be a racer. I'm going to try to see if I could be a pit crew. And I'll start from the bottom. Yeah. And I'll get there. So he was determined no matter how to get there. And he had this opportunity. It presented itself. And it got there. So... Looking at this movie, and I think I'm, I'm going into this rant that like, every time I'm watching a movie now, I want to relate it to another movie. Mm-hmm. So the two movies I have for this one. Okay, I'm listening. You ready? It would be Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. And The Wizard. I'm not. Um, so Ford versus Ferrari out of all racing movies. Why Ford versus Ferrari? Yes. We already know Wizard, the 1989 movie that no, he, no, no, a video Wizard, game I, Wizard. Wizard is definitely something I can okay. see. I mean, it's not my first choice of whatever, but I can see it. So, yeah. all right. So, Ford, uh, have you seen Ford and Ferrari? Uh, I haven't seen it, but I know everything about. It. I know all the stuff it. about it. Yeah. All right. So, the film is about the story of the Ford company, mm-hmm. uh, in efforts of building a race car to beat Ferrari at the 24-hour Le Mans in the 1960s, mm-hmm. and it delves into the world of racing, teamwork, and determination. I took that as Nissan is trying to build this uh, uh, this vision that cars or vehicles that you could be 
a simulator driver. You could be an everyday driver. You could be just a occasional driver and still have the opportunity if determined to see yourself in a winning vehicle and the Le Mans, which is the greatest racing game uh, competition in the world. So I felt like that aspect of Nissan trying to do that, trying to build the best driver or team together to win, to get to the Le Mans, to get to the to the podium, is the same aspect with whether they're trying to build. Then adding Wizard, where you're adding this this like phenomenal video game, some of these phenomenal yeah. video games, and combining the two and trying to achieve that. So the only, I mean, there's a lot of. Driver is definitely something that comes to mind. Driver? With, uh, I think it's Driver. Is it? Yeah, with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone, where he is uh, this older car racer that's starting to retire, and he takes on an, uh, this new driver to help him develop himself to become, like, the best. But this is uh, a Formula One cars. Oh, okay, yes. I remember uh, that movie. The three-quarter trick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other movies I had in mind was, like, I had uh, Rush mm-hmm. that was with that was done by Ron Howard. I also had on my list was Diesel Thunder, which was like a hot shot mm-hmm. a little bit. But I was I like, think they're all Formula Ones, right? No, that was NASCAR. Which one? Uh, Diesel Thunder was NASCAR. OK, um, I don't remember. I think Rush was no Rush was uh, F1 F1 cars. Yeah. Um, and then you I had also. No, that was pretty much it. that had just Rush. Rush, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, and Days of Thunder, but I felt Ford versus Ferrari was so close to the aspirations of what Ford was trying to accomplish compared to Nissan. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides the fact they were trying to build a car for Ford versus Ferrari, them, they were trying to uh, embody that you're able to be or be part of or buy a car within a company that's a winning car yeah, yeah. and just get that notoriety would be like you want to drive so and i like the fact that it just became more than that mm. after it so there is one thing that made this like i don't know why it keeps on ringing in my head when i when i think about this movie and it's gonna be weird so it's not a movie it's not a t it's not a it's, it's not a movie but it's one episode of south park okay the episode was that uh, they just released this kind of PSP, right? The hand yeah. controllers. And they had a game called Heaven versus Hell. Yeah. So Kenny, out of everybody in the world, reached a certain level that nobody else, nobody else can reach. Yeah. So next thing I know, he passes away. He ends up going to heaven. And heaven tells him that they actually designed that game specifically to try to find the, the world's greatest strategist. <laughs> to be able to actually control... The, the the armies of heaven or against the armies of hell. So because he's the only person in the entire world that was able to do this, he was the number one strategist, and they used him to be able to, in playing the game, to adapt it to real life where he can he can beat the armies of hell. Oh, jeez. So, but it, it, when you think about it, like, because I was thinking about, right now, I was thinking about what other aspect of life where, let's say, a gamer, somebody who just starts becoming really good at a game, that can be adapted to real life, or that can actually. I, I thought about that, and I was like, "It, it ain't no way mm. gonna be a street fight or like a fighting game." No, no, no. I mean, I get okay. I don't know. I'm saying like, if you like, hey, let's take like the top, the best Tekken player, mm-hmm. and let's just put him in like an MMA cage and have him fight 
somebody of, of different fighting cells. Okay, but they... let me give you let me give you a scenario where that's possible. What about if you create mm-hmm. you create the like remember I was we were talking about it where imagine you'd be able to create the fighter by scratch, right? Every muscle, every technique, yeah. everything is taught to the avatar. You create an avatar and you train your avatar in every aspect of martial think about yeah, think, about, the, the Matrix, but, wait, yes. think about the matrix think about the matrix but in like in a game setting, right? But wait, wait, hold on, wait. Okay. Let me let me finish my thought process. So okay, this is the game. You create all this stuff. You create all the technique, and obviously the person playing maybe physically is not capable of doing that because it's not teaching you how to muscle memory to do it, right? Yeah. But they create like in creating your perfect avatar, they create a a kind of like a, a, an android or something. Yeah. But physical. You're, talk- you're talking about robot steel. Or well, I was thinking about something more. It happened. Like, no, no, robot, steel, robot. I get oh, steel. No, uh, steel. Uh, Is it steel? I, uh, I forgot. I got to remember the name of the movie, but it's uh, with also, uh, it was with Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but I'm not talking about, I'm talking about like you create a, a clone, like almost like, an, like a, not a, not a robot, but an android. Something that has, you know. A robot and an android are the same thing. No, not, not the way you're thinking. Not the way I'm thinking a robot and an android. Android the same is human. It's almost human. Like think of, think, Okay. You want to think of uh, the, the type of thing that I'm thinking about is uh, uh, um, the one with, uh, uh, what's that one movie where they went to the middle of nowhere to... to All te- right, an android is a robot designed to resemble a human of sort, yeah. but a droid is a robot with simple or complex that's made to carry out a certain task. Yeah. But they're both robots. It's just the, the, the complexity like said, of, of the, performance. But the way you were making it, it's like a robot, uh, an android is not steel. No, no, I'm saying robot and androids are the same thing. Okay, but I get what you're saying, and I'm not saying how about this. <laughs> like, I, I, but you think about it, the way you're movie, like just that, throwing them out, like they're not the same mo- thing. In the movie, the steel, it's called mm-hmm. steel. The the opponent was using like joysticks mm-hmm. and handling, where you think that would be like, oh, that would be the thing that he would use mm-hmm. to control the fighter as a droid. In and uh, the other side where Hugh Jackman is using it, he was actually mimicking his fight style. Like he was throwing punches and everything else that was going along with it. So they're both the same thing. No, I. Uh, it's just because I keep on thinking about when I think of androids, I think of. Uh, I robot. Oh, no, no, because that's again, that's robots. But that because they're not designed to look human. They're not designed to be like humans. But I think about. Uh, well, that's uh, what an android is. That's what's an android. An android is supposed to look like a human. Yes, but they're supposed to also move, interact, even you know, feel like uh, that, that. What I'm saying is, imagine Ex Machina. Okay. That is what I'm saying. You create the avatar based on Ex Machina, where it, it completely looks human. It has a almost like uh, its own version of human tissue or, 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 or yeah, the strength. Then, but- it doesn't have any physical advantages in itself, because again, you think we think robot, and we automatically think that they can lift a car over their head. All right, but so let's get back into how does that go into play into yeah your idea with against exactly yeah. no how what do you mean oh how like because you're going on this rant on no but that's something but imagine like you do that where like okay let's just say that you're able to create a an android but it, it has all the physical attributes of a of a of the avatar you created right yeah strength agility uh-huh. you know ability, go, right? the yeah. whole thing yeah so he uses that to co- compete against two to get to compete against actual fighters. That's a disadvantage then. Because you're automatically believing that that android would have over, like, have extra strength. No, because it won't Why? get tired. 
Well, let's no, let's no, like you, you get tired just in the oh. game. Like again, no, 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 again. Wait, but in the game they don't get tired. In Street Fighter they don't get tired. I didn't say Street Fighter. What did well, I say before? But I'm talking about a different type of game where you create a a, a fighter that's perfectly was, like just like a real person. But then where where does but then that's the advantage that the other player the player has, the hmm. the person that's controlling the android, because it's not physically in the cage. Okay, what is the what is the benefit of of to Gran, mo- wait? What is the benefit of Gran Turismo? The what? Do you understand the complexities and the maneuvers of the vehicle? Yeah, but the vehicle, like it's not like it's not like uh, uh it's like any other game when it, where like if if the car experiences any kind of physical damage, you experience that physical. It, it doesn't keep on going. It slows down. It starts to mess up. You have to put it to the pit because yeah, if, if you scratch another car or but you're here's take- here's the difference. If you, it's almost like saying like how you were explaining earlier. Like oh, let's see if you had put like uh just a unmanned car in a race a bunch of them there's a difference in that because the, the guy that's sitting in the ac room mm. completely controlled co- co- like environment can have like somebody come in and bring him a sippy cup to drink keep driving it's not gonna be it's gonna do well but well we'll do better against somebody that's actually on the on the track taking all that g-force taking all those moments in and have to be have better reaction than the other one that's a huge disadvantage. You know, it's funny. We're having this huge, long discussion. All I could think about was we, we kind of overlooked one very obvious movie that actually what? talked about where can the game skill transition to that. What? Uh, gamer. You remember Gamer? Yeah. Where he controlled, he controlled uh, Gerald Butler. To physically go fight in combat. Yes. Yeah. But that's, I, that was kind of where I was going to. Like, I, my, I, my, that, it was more just a thought um, a thought uh, process. If you or, would say, all right, here's my thing. Yeah, I'm going to go on this rant with you. Go ahead. If you would say like, hey, let's create two avatars or two androids. Mm-hmm. Both have the same physical yeah. standard ability, like standard structure. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. Then one of them, you could, if it's a kid that does Street Fighter, he has a controller. The other one is controlled by an actual fighter. Then I'll be like, all right, let's see what and happens. That's an unfair advantage. To who? To the guy who used to fight physically, that a kid that knows how to use a controller all the time. How's that disadvantage? Because they're both using the same moves. It's just like one is using his physical move. This how's is, the, how's this the, is this is the steel movie at the end of the last round. The same way. The I, last I, round steel. Remember he got beat up and the controller broke. So then, then he was like, "Oh, mimic my moves," and he just started doing moves just like Hugh Jackman. You know, I, but you're talking about somebody who trains to do it all physical. And then you give him, even if you, even in that case, I get, you can, you can fight physical. It's not going to be the same because like you just said, the sweat, the movements, everything is in place. So he is still giving him a different way to do it that he's not used to. And this kid, this is all he knows is how to yeah. control the game. But again, the disadvantage goes to the actual fighter. The disadvantage goes to the actual fighter? Yes. Because he's not actually like, because you're giving him a different way of doing what he already knows how to do. Yeah, but if you're just saying just punch and kick like you normally do, he'll just do what you do. No, but again, you just said right now where if a physical fighter know the skill set that he would know is the movements right then and there, the the like the live, the smell, the like that's how he knows how to react. That's how he knows how to do things because he's actually there. So you're telling, okay, well, since you have all this skill set in the ring. We want you to do it, do it over here, but you're controlling it, but you're not actually in the ring. Yeah, so, so you're not actually taking a punch. You're not actually yeah. feeling the, the punch. So it's like, yeah, no, the disadvantage will go to him because the kid... The, 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 the disadvantage will go to him if he's actually in the ring. Okay. Because this, the kid doesn't get hit. 
He's not gonna feel for this. The kids are gonna get hit. Okay, but remember, this was you just can a still th- see if he gets punched in the <laughs> face. But we're going down a rabbit hole because all I was saying was where is where can we find other things where somebody who plays a game long enough can develop a skill set that might be able to somehow it won't be fighting game. games. I'll tell you that now. It won't. That that's that one I'll I'll die on the sword on that one. Okay. Fighting swords. If it's Mario, then maybe. I'm just saying is that it's still okay. I'm not even arguing. It's it's just I I feel like I, at any point, almost any situation. I'm not saying that the kid is going to be able to go out there and fight. I, I get that, but I'm saying is that they're going to learn things. They're going to develop things. They're gonna I, they're gonna if you give somebody the the idea the ability to learn every single aspect of things, they're going to see things in a different way. You're yeah. gonna find a different way. You know, I'll give you a good one. If it's pool, a pool, a pool simulator, compared to somebody that actually plays pool. Okay, but even you know that's there's certain things that that's. I mean, if you build a simulator well enough, I guess. Yeah, there, there, no, there's some that that does good cushion, dead cushions, and all that stuff. But you don't even think the combat one is another one? No. Why not? It wouldn't. It wouldn't be even close. Why? If if we, like if we take it the like, Gran Turismo route, that we would just take the top. Kids that no 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 of course not again you're no but that's but that's the thing that happened in Gran Turismo they mm. he took him from his virtual world simulated world into the real world yeah so he physically was there oh doing but that's everything what I'm else I, I did I really was mostly talking about a skill set that can that that skill set can be transitioned without the physical aspect of it because yeah there's May, the hard part uh, is the because again flight simulator maybe mm. that would be able to transition. Into into the real world if they really well, need, needed to because they, they do that now. What about what about strat like oh well uh, strategy and, risk Ender's game. Yeah, strategy. That's Starfield. I yeah. think it's called Star Star Starfield. Yeah. Yeah, strategic. That's, yeah, that's, that's just tragedy. Yeah, strategy. Strategy based. Yes, that's fine. I can understand that. Okay, I can go with that. All right, guys. Well, you know something that actually brings up then that brings up a good argument for you guys to try. <laughs> But um, okay, let's get into the Nikki's on this one. Let's get into. I give it four, four and a half Nikki's. Look at that! You give this one four and a half Nikki's, huh? Yeah, I give it. I give it four Nikki's. <laughs> you, you're gonna give it what? Four point four two five? No, I wasn't gonna give four point five. I wasn't sure if I wanted to give it a four, but I really am not one hundred percent. I the 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 emotion aspect hit me. <sighs> the rewatchability is where I'm a little iffy about. I could. The CGI was amazing. I think. I think. PlayStation got one of the at least some of the stronger mm. uh, um, CGI companies or gaming companies to mm. to render some of the some of the CGI on it, and it came out amazing. Like it was so it was some of them you could see was CGI, but it was so good that you're like, damn, that's that's clean. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I will I will give it a three. I will give it a four. Sorry, four. I'll get it four Nikki's. I thought you already gave it four Nikki's. No, I was debating on giving the four Nikki's, but I... I oh, I, what was the original number? No, because I don't know. Like, there. okay, so there was... For me, it was something about the storytelling that wasn't there for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like just... I felt like some things from one scene to another felt very rushed, or I feel like there was something missing in the middle. It's not necessarily in the story of what actually happened, but in the this realm of, like, the way a movie tells a story. Like, I really didn't know where the movie was going to go once he got his license. Or once he... Yeah, once he got his license, I didn't... I'm like okay, so he got his he got his license. Now what? And I, that's why I didn't know where it was gonna go. But yeah. I'm happy they came up with something. But in my head, I'm like, something about the storytelling just fell off in me a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. But the acting was phenomenal. The emotional points were good. Um, it made me care more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, that's so, true. 
I will give it a four Nickies. All right, so we have 4.25 Nickies for Gran Turismo, which is out in theater now. Should be streaming, like, I think in four weeks, I think they announced it or something like that. Okay. Uh, but you can catch it in theaters. Go do go to your local movie theaters. Check it out. Let us know what you think. And like that, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage home theater edition. You can always find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and soon uh, on YouTube. And like that, guys, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.